What's up? This is Jamie Madrox of Twisted, and you're listening to or watching, depending on whether you got your eyes closed, interview under fire. What I feel lately is 50 shades of hate me. And I can't seem to break free. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to a new edition of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sonny. I'm joined by my co-host, Corey Hodges. Corey, how's it going, man? What's up? Nice to have Doing you back good. here. Doing and good, yeah. Today we are with the legendary, and yes, I did mean legendary considering everything we've talked about recently. Jamie Madrox, man, quite the honor. Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. Now, Jamie, this is an exciting time of the year for you and Monoxide with the release of your latest studio album, uh, Electric mm-hmm. Lettuce, which recently dropped yep. this past week on Magic Ninja Entertainment. Now, first things first, uh, I want to commend you guys on all the well deserved recognition it's been getting so far. If there's such a thing as dropping a record, on a day like 420, this is how you do it. There's just yes, so much yes. to discover about this record. But before we get to everything <laughs> and beyond uh, with you and Twisted, you know, I'm going to ask a very important question to start things off. It's okay. a simple one, but I think it's an important one to ask considering what we've been going through with our lives lately. How okay. are you, man? You know, how's life in Michigan? I think you're in Michigan right now. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, hi, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah, no, uh, for, for, for what it's worth, we are putting up with with whatever needs to be done to, to keep everything in the rules and regulations of, of making it uh, fair play and, and all that good uh, goodness. Uh, I'm, I'm staying I'm staying healthy and trying to uh, I don't know, just keep it pushing, man. I had the junk. So so oh. so it's like I know what it's like uh, the before, the during and the after. So Corey yeah, did too. <laughs> yeah so so like i have a new perspective on it and and i'm like uh i, I said this before but and and i keep this with me like i have a new um I'm trying to figure out the proper words a new respect for people's like boundaries like i used right. to be offended like you know like for example like if, if like this is a stupid analogy but if somebody sneezes and people are like that you know what i mean i would be like wow what an asshole but now i'm like whatever makes you feel safe i don't judge anymore because now having it and seeing how people reacted to me when I had it, it was like, what the fuck? I felt <laughs> like I had the fucking plague. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, it's, it's, it, I, I get it. I get it. And, and I'm not as, uh, I'm not as, I guess, I guess judgy is the words as I was before about, you know, um, whatever, what have you washing your hands and hygiene and that kind of thing. I mean, I was always been OCD, but now it's just like, I'm a little more relaxed with it because I don't, I don't mind whatever makes you feel safe. Like I'm good, man. As long as you live and you're happy, that makes me happy. We're all gold, man. It's That's so funny. It's, it's so funny you say that. Cause I, I, I was a germaphobe before all this started. And now it's like, I was oh, too. oh now, it's, still now, now, now we're all going to be in the same boat. <laughs> That's the I way I think am, of it. Dude. I still am. I, I, I'm that guy once a week that wipes the door handles on the car with the Windex disinfectant. <laughs> I'm that guy. Dude. You know, Hey man, live and love. I, yeah. All the, all the hand sanitizer companies are just jumping for joy as we're talking. You I mean, know it. I mean, you Jamie, know it. From, if, if anything, let, Jamie from Twisted endorse you on that. Um, now, oh now, now Jamie, yeah, now yep. I'm glad you're doing well, Jamie. I know we all are making the best of the situations, obviously, Thank what you. we're doing. But, you know, I want to wind the clock back here to, to maybe 1997, maybe even years before that. Because here's okay. the thing. IUF and, you know, Interview and Fire, we have such a diverse fan base, you know, because a lot of our listeners into metal and hip hop and everything else mm-hmm. in between. But you guys are also more than just hip hop. So for the people who don't know, if you could just briefly talk about that moment in your life that led to the forming of twisted with monoxide, you know, does everything feel like it also went by in a blink at the same time? I mean, I mean, yes and no. Uh, uh, at times it's like, if it wasn't for house of crazies there, it's like a domino effect. Like if it wasn't for crazy clan, there wouldn't be house of crazies. If there wasn't house of crazies, there wouldn't be twisted. Uh, if right. there wasn't 
said there wouldn't be Magic Ninja and and then there wouldn't be like the reforming of House of Crazies and, and fun stuff like that. So it's like, I think it all kind of like laid down like train tracks and we kind of just chugged along with it. But but I am and I'm proud that I was able to to go through those steps of life to learn because I think a lot of it was a learning process. I think I think like like uh, life or whatever you believe in, whatever higher power you believe in, uh, you know, I believe God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle, at least in my life. So yeah. I feel like when you're when you're ready, when you successfully are ready to move to the next stair in the, in the uh, step in the staircase, rather, you're like, now I'm ready for it. I wasn't ready for it before. I would have just fell down all the time. You know what I mean? That's how I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least how I like to think. So I can try to justify, you know, like when you work so hard and it doesn't pay off. You know what I mean? Because that those those times do happen in life. But maybe maybe it just goes to show you that, you know, if you don't know loss, you'll never know when. Yeah. Shit like. No, go ahead. I think you were going to say something there. No, no, I just that that's that's just basically like I think those times in my life where like, you know, we may have had expectations for House of Crazies that never really seen fruition or or, or stuff like that. Or even like to this day, uh, things that we're just now getting to do with Twisted that we wanted to do for decades. You know what I mean? Like literally like uh, uh, have our own tennis shoe or have, you know, have our own toys or, or, you know, like just do cool stuff, like have our own line of merchandising and clothing and just, you know, be, be in control of your own destiny. You know what I mean? I feel, I'm one of, I I feel that we, I say, I, we, we, Paul and I, and everybody here at M&E are one of those stories where hard work pays off. And I think, I think paying attention to uh, who and how you got there is we'll, we'll do you a service as you go for, to the right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I feel like, I feel like, uh, you know, the past couple of years, I, I really, I thought I knew twisted before, you know, but now I really feel like I'm really getting to know you guys. I like oh. you guys are diving into so much uh, different things and I feel like I'm getting to know you guys more personal through uh, social medias and stuff like that. And Word I think- up that y- y'all's creativity has a lot to do with that and y- being able to show it a lot more and use that. It. It's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. it. <clears throat> and, yeah. When well, we, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go first, Jamie. <laughs> I was just, no, all I was going to say is, is, is back in the day, uh, uh, Blaze and I did the hotline, which was like this, you know, uh, number, which wasn't toll free, mind you. And a lot of kids got, you know, scolded by their parents for having running up $200 and calling the hotline every day. But every single day, Blaze and I, it was like a, it was like a message machine and it allotted 10 minutes. So Blaze and I would record this in real time. And if we fuck up, we'd go back and we'd start again and we'd start again until we got the whole 10 minutes all the way through. So this would be like a two hour process to record 10 minutes you know, now with the studio, we can do it, you know, whatever, but we're talking real time on a telephone and we were so into that. And that was the closest thing. I think at that time, I'm really showing my age here, but at the time that was the closest thing we had to communication with those who listen with, with who we call family and the people that, you know, support us and what we do. And now with the invent of the internet and social media and shit like this right here, it changes the game. I can do it on a daily basis. Now I can, I can go hit up some comments and then go to twisted and be on Facebook or Instagram. It's like, that's it's a blessing. It really is because it's like, and mind you, we can't get to everybody. We're not, you know, uh, whatever, like, but, but the times that we can and, and like the emails that we are able to answer and shit like that, I think it's important. I really do because uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, like I said before, you know, try, try, try until you get what you need. 
So like you might have sent us five emails and the first five didn't work, but that sixth one, someone answered you because <laughs> hey, man, it was meant to be. I, I don't know. That, that's just how I try to think of things to keep it pushing, you know? No, that's well said. And, you know, uh, talking about, you know, how long you've been at this game, you know, 1997, you know, nearly 30 years again. Uh, I sound like a broken record, maybe even longer than Where's that. It? Whether whether it's with, I love it. you know, you know, Twisted or House of Crazies or a Psychopathic Riders, uh, Dark Lotus, Triple Threat. Uh, what am I missing? Sam Hain, Witch Killers. Like, uh, hopefully, I'm yeah. hopefully I'm getting that list right here. No, <laughs> yeah, no, you're yeah, you got it, man, you got it. Uh, something I wanted to ask for you, Jamie. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you've done some, you've done some touring. You know, I, I wanted to ask how was the live experience, like the music experience for you personally, because you've done some extensive touring. You played at you know Gathering of the mm-hmm. Juggalo, Six Five Six, Warp Tour, Fright Fest, Attack of the Ninjas. I mean, that list goes on and on. And now we've all just kind of been forced to take an unexpected step back. And does it make you? have a growing appreciation of the touring life. Cause there's like, we could talk about food. We could talk about culture. We could talk about fans. So many right. things to pick up right. our, about what makes touring amazing. What's your biggest personal takeaway now that, you know, we're kind of here at, at this point. I think, I think my takeaway was, uh, uh, the, when we first started, we just wanted to be heard. And then once we were heard, we wanted to be seen and wanted to be remembered. And it's like each time that we would get an opportunity, because when we started off, we used to pay, to play like we would try to get on people's shows and try to you know throw down money so we could be able to get in front of that crowd and as we go on it's like i've seen all facets just like you said i've seen everything from like gigantic crowds to like you know 14 people on a thursday night you know what i mean and you're like yes yeah, somewhere in my career somewhere in 30 years we've played 14 people or 27 people or 56 people or whatever and i think all of that is just part of conditioning you and again showing you so when you see 14,000 or 1400 you know what I mean? Or even 140. Yeah. You appreciate that. You appreciate those people's time to come out and see you, especially if they're repeat offenders and they came back to see you again. And that means it's really real. Like you love something, let it go. If it comes back, you know the deal, you know the yeah, rest. Yeah. It's like, it's like with that way of thinking, it's like, yeah, man, it, it, it's genuine. It doesn't feel fake. It doesn't feel like, and, but that's also um, cool to hear people be like, I never heard of you until, you know, Warp Tour. And now I'm here in, you know, wherever, Wagon Wheel, Alabama uh, on a Tuesday <laughs> night to come rep for you because, you know, I love what you guys did. Or we seen you on the Motionless run when you guys opened for Motionless and White. And that was really cool. And it's like it gave us a chance to uh, to to get out there and any chance, really and truthfully, that we get. That's what's different than uh, uh, us than a lot of people is it's like we love a chance to uh, spread the word about twisted. We love every, every single opportunity. And um, we consider things a challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, most, yeah. most bands will be like, Oh, I'm out of my league. I don't know if I should know. We're like, yeah, when do we go on? Let's do this now. You know what I mean? Because it's like, if we can, if we can do what we do to a completely different crowd and they start nodding their heads and they start doing it, it means that it's universal, man. People are just putting the categories and labels on shit for the sake of it. It's all the good shit. So that's what separates it. It's good shit and it's bad shit. That's the separation. Speaking oh, yeah. of the speaking of the good shit, I do want to talk about this because it's it's I know, you know, uh we talked about we're almost over a year removed from the live concert experience. Sure. Is there a sure. show if I were if anyone were to ask you, I'm sure maybe someone has asked you mm-hmm. within the last year, if there's a show that stands out at the top of your head that you can think of. I was like, man. I mean, anytime I think about this moment, it really gives me the goosebumps, like a show that stands out, a, a song that performing live stands out, a, a fan interaction that stands out. What comes would, to your head when I ask you something like that? To be honest, it, it, it's 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 the whole entire run of the Warp Tour. Our, our presence, 
are you you want to talk about you know being the black sheep of the family you want to talk about being the oddball and it was like it was almost infectious paul and i do what we do and by the end of the day people were like whoop whoop you know like because you because you're like a traveling carnival when everybody packs up you see the same people essentially every day and and now you're getting acknowledgement from other bands that you grew up listening to they're like oh it's a twisted yep. dude what's up you know and you're like Fuck yeah <laughs> It's cool. It's a good feeling. And I think that's the first time, at least I want to say, it's the first time that I felt that we we were actually peers. That was awesome. Yeah. That, that to me is is one of the greatest recognitions or 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 shit like that. You know, I don't want it to be fake. I just want it to be real and organic. And if I am able to get what I want out of it, that's what it's all about, man. You know what I mean? To have people be like, you got to see these fucking guys. Or you look side stage and it's like, holy shit, it's Hey man, it's Chris motionless. What's up, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, that's awesome, dude. It's like, it's like people, you know, showing up and representing for you, letting them, letting you know that they believe in your shit like you do because they can see you believe in your shit because it's 1230 in the sun and you're going hard. Like it's eight o'clock and it's showtime. You know what I mean? Cause you want it like that. And I think yeah. it shows. Yeah, yeah. See, see, see little things like that. When you start like, like it's eight o'clock, the, the, the sun or just something like uh, something simple, like waking up on a tour bus in the morning, you know, and hearing like mm -hmm. the drum beat or whatever it is, they start For to sure. really stand out the more and more recall. It does. Yeah. It really does, man. It's like, it's, 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 those are times that, that, that like, you know, it, they seem so far away now, you know yeah. what I mean? I know we'll it get really back does. to it. I, I know we'll get back to it or, or what we'll do is, is we'll customize the new normal, whatever it may be. You know, we'll get there yeah. one mm -hmm. step at a time. You know, I, I, I believe that, but yeah, no, that was those, those times are like the most recent to me. And I feel like had it would have gone on and we would have been welcome to come back again. I feel like we would be even, even larger or, or, or bigger as we, than we are now. Cause I mean, that was a big portion of like two or three stairs in the staircase. You know what I mean? Like it was like, it was, you're reaching another platform, which is letting you scream louder to a bigger audience and, and more people are absorbing it, which is essentially what we've been trying to do since day one. It was just that, you know, life, life teaches you things and you yeah. learn things along your journey. Yeah. And you, you know, you're talking about that staircase as I'm thinking about that metaphorical staircase. Mm -hmm. let's, talk, let, let's talk about that step. It's that a staircase. staircase. It, and, here's, like and here's the thing. Here's the thing here. Here's a, here's a step in the staircase that kind of just, it kind of throw you in for a loop. Some people have stumbled sure. upon it, especially lately. Live streaming. A lot of the bands, what they're doing on stage, they're taking it on the onto the screen, like we're doing right now. Right. Obviously, these interviews yeah. would be in person if there was a no absolutely way to do that. Now, you guys did do the live streaming uh last week, which was amazing. Like I, I was Thank you. I, I mean, I, I think I replayed it like three times. That's probably, probably the most I've ever replayed a live stream ever since this thing has been taken over. But it's been the commonality oh, thank you on so the no, and, and this has been like the commonality of interviewing a firefighter the last year. We've had so many bands that came on IUF, you know, August Burns Red did it. Lamb of God did it. A lot of the bands are talking about selling virtual tickets to the fans, you know, and then sure. pre-recording pre a show or. But I'm, not, or, I'm um, not mistaken. I think Corn just did it a couple nights ago. Corn did. It. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, they did. Was it? This it was past fairly weekend? recent. Yeah. 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 It was, it, yeah, yeah, every, yeah. Everybody's doing it. But, you know, the point mm -hmm. I'm trying I, I want to get to, because the amount of touring you've done throughout your career, Jamie, the amount of fans mm -hmm. you've met, the the musicians you've collaborated, the venues you've played at, the places you've been, just that list goes on and on. I want to get your take on it, because do you think that the rise of the quarantine induced live streaming we're seeing right now from all these artists, including yourself, is that going to affect the touring musician business going forward through your perspective? Like, has it already been affected? Do you still see bands doing something like this even after the pandemic is over? Yes. 
I do. I personally do. I would say yes, but but I also on the other side of that coin, I can't act like I don't acknowledge that an in person is is way more intimate. You know what I mean? Whether it be you know twelve people in a small club and it's uh, unplugged. You know what I mean? It's like there it, that is more realistic than doing it live stream or or doing it on a broadcast. But those things do what? How I, I look at it like this: like it's been ages since we've been to Europe or overseas and that kind of thing. And to those fans that are over there or the family that are over there that have been like, Hey man, where's the, where's the love for us. It's like, I feel at least in that regard, they can get a show. They can get the show that they've much deserved and maybe missed out or for bands that are overseas and can't come here, vice versa. I think it's what it does is it opens up. Like I look at shit like that. Like I'll watch lives and I'll look and I'll see the number in the corner, you know, 112 people. And it's like, that's, that's pretty cool. Like if you have 112 people in a fucking room right now and you're talking to them, that's pretty impressive. That's true. It's, it's like 2 PM on a fucking Wednesday. It's like I, <laughs> people take everything for granted. Like, you know, I'm a superstar. I should just click it on. Millions of people should come. It's like, they should, but if they don't still be happy at the ones who did, because those are the real ones who are riding for you or had time at that point when you chose to go live. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always the playback and shit like that. But I just I love that idea that that you can tap in with people around the globe. But I also feel that 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 personal show, you'll you'll never you'll never replace that. It's it's, it's not like it's a replaceable thing. You can tie people over or fill the void with what, you know, futuristic, what have you. Yeah. Moshing but, in but your like, own room if you want, for as long as you, you want. Know what as I long mean? as that. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, I get it. But at the same time, you know, I just, I know a lot of people are skitterish. Some people can't wait to get back. It's, it's crazy, dude. It's going to be, it's going to be baby steps for a while. But, but like I said, I, I know we'll get back to normal. I feel like I could or just use it. I feel like we could just use what you just said, use it as a snippet of like of what's like, this is like the actual, like you're, you're talking real stuff here. And I'm with you, you bro. Is, like you said it was going to be a real conversation. God damn it. That's what we're doing. <laughs> hey, on, that, on that note, um, yes, do you guys have any plans or are you guys like uh, brainstorming of, you know, the, of a actual tour, uh, you know, after all this stuff goes down and, um, at this, to, to be blatantly honest with you at this point, no, um, um, we have, and I'm looking at my notes here. I should already know it. It's uh fright fest, which is devil's night in Detroit where yeah. tickets are sale now through live nation. That is our first in-person deal. We're going to do aside from that August 20, 21st and 22nd, which will be Astronomicon. I'm even, we're still waiting on, on the all clear for that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, we're taking into consideration things that, that need to be properly looked at like uh room capacity. Like, let's say you have a vendor room and only 300 people can be at there at one time. You got to do the fucking math because it's on you. So 30, 30 vendors in there, less than 300 or you know what I mean? So it's like yeah, yeah. 270 people in this room at this time. So do I have to have a guy at the door with a, with a clicker, like watching people, the head count? You know what I mean? Like I right. want we I say I we we want to comply with all of the shit because we don't want nobody to come in and be like, oh, shut it down. Cause sure. that sucks yeah. even more. You bring everybody to the door and it's time to have the party and the parents come home and you're like, no more party, bro. Sure, right, you right. Know? Yeah, and and the, the, the tricky thing is like, we're also seeing other countries, like they, they started to go back to the normality of things. And then all of a sudden they revert back to 
whatever phase one was, you know, that's, fair, that is, that's fair. always, Texas is. yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's, we're going through that here in Texas. There things are, I don't know how things are going to be like in two weeks, but I mean, that's a whole different discussion. We're going to talk about that, but what you just said, Jamie, there's no wrong answer to what you just said, because I've had so many artists come on an interview on our fire and they said something like, yeah, I would love to do live streaming. It still gives me a chance to engage with my fans. And some other mm-hmm. artists would say, yeah, uh, well, I'm not doing anything until this is over. You know, there's always that uncertainty going forward what did i say mosh in your own room you do the live streaming yeah. right but how much more creative yeah. can you get there's always that wall i agree um, that you run agree. into um that was that was where we try to we're on the last one with the docu stream we tried to like uh mix in like an interview kind of deal in between it to make it a little more interesting because yeah. you know at, at again you're not going to be able to reinvent the wheel but you can put a new tire on that motherfucker so every now and again Try to we try to step it up and and make it interesting because at the end of the day we're fans of this shit too and we want to be if our rule our rule around here is if it's awesome it's good that's it yeah like uh, it doesn't have to fit the, the the musical rule of of key or thumb or whatever the you know like we don't go according to that shit we're like is it cool would you wear it okay yeah go ahead you know yeah. what I mean it's like that's pretty Something much simple yeah because it's like sometimes people hold themselves to such all these extra intangible fucking things that nothing ever sees the light of day. You never take any chances because you're too busy fucking mulling over what, what could go wrong instead of actually just jumping and seeing what to do. Man. Uh, speaking of jumping, we've been covering, we covered everything from head to toe. Uh, Jamie, let's talk about uh, that new album, electric lettuce that came out last week on MNE. Corey, Word I'm going to give you, I'm going to take, give it to you here. Cause uh, uh, we have a lot of amazing things to say about electric lettuce. So Corey, oh, go ahead and take it. it. Yeah. So, okay. This is coming from the perspective of someone who doesn't smoke weed. Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to throw that out there. I love the album. I love the album there to me. There, there wasn't enough. Like I, I wanted more. Like it was, it's so hip hop. It is so hip hop, um, true hip hop. And that's, that's the thing. You guys, you guys don't stay in that box, right? You guys don't box yourself in. You're everywhere. Um, you know, it well, I mean, it was well put together, uh, you know, and that's, it, it, that's all monoxide. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm accepting the award from monoxide. I'm like, thank you. Uh, uh, he would, he would like to thank, uh, no, but I, but I love it because it was yeah. like, I, it was, it was a great opportunity to be like when, as, as we're consciously making this effort to, to be diverse in our sound, it's always nice to go back and, and do things to just refresh and let motherfuckers know, like, you know, like, see, check this out. Like, and and I, and, and I'm glad I'm, I love that you dig it. And I, I'm glad that you, that you don't smoke weed and you still dig it because I I don't think, I don't think there's any, any, this, this must be this high to ride this ride. You know, we're all good. Right. right, right. You know, and like on that, on that note, um, you know, I, it was, it was an out, it was a very themed album, you know, about weed. Right. So like comfort mm-hmm. in one topic. And considering that, like the the creativity put into it was amazing because it, you didn't get bored. It was one topic and you still didn't get bored. Right. Like I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. My favorite, my favorite, my favorite song personally, because mm-hmm. like I really got that hip hop feel. I mean, I was like I, I was jamming to it in my car, just driving. And I'm like, OK, this is the one. And that's high till I die. That song is amazing. <laughs> that is a good. That is a good yeah. ass track, dude. That song is so amazing. I love it. I love it. I love yeah. that you love it. Like I, I yeah. it, it makes me happy because it's like it was just one of those things where where monoxide is like, dude, 420's coming. I want to do something special, and I'm like, what do you have in mind? And he's like, how about these songs? And he just starts throwing tracks at me, and I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. 
And it's like, <laughs> again, it's, it's, it's like we were talking earlier. It's like that challenge. It's like, rather than say no, like, let's do this, man. Life is too short. And, and it was just, you can tell when, um, like, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to bullshit. It's like, you can tell when we're having fun. You can oh, hear yeah. it. You can yeah. fucking hear it, dude. Or, or whether we're performing, you can see it. You can see when we're having a good time or when we're not. And I think it just, again, it just, it speaks volumes in, in that record, the one coming up and, and just like where we're at in, in our mind state of, of, you know, even though shit is fucked everywhere around us, we have to stay positive. We have to find what, what keeps us together and, and keeps us shining bright for everybody to find us. I do right. wonder when did the writing for Electric Lettuce begin for you guys? Monoxide said, "Yeah, I want to do an album. Here's this, 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 this." Like, yeah, yeah, how, yeah. how how um, easy or difficult was that process? I mean, I mean, you guys are pros at this at this point, you know, in your career. I no, it's it wasn't. It's not difficult. It's just it, the only part that that would be even arguably considered difficult is trying to uh, delegate time for this or this or this. And what I just do is because I'm constantly working on two or three things at one time. I just do like the all stop work on what he's working on. And then I'll just like let, I, and when it, I'm in his sidecar. So like he'll throw me what he needs me on and we'll go from there and, you know, I'll tap in and out of things. But, but like, that was just the idea of the, when, when did I start writing it? You said, yeah. Uh, shit. It would have been like maybe three months ago, four months ago, okay, something like that. Like it was really close to the wire. Like we were literally doing the math. Like if we could get it pressed in time to physically have it on the floor to ship and make pre-orders because we just don't want to blow smoke up y'all ass. We'd rather be like, we can't do it. But we're like, dude, we can do it. Fuck it. Promote it. Start making the goddamn ads. And, you know, man. And it was like, yeah, dude, it worked out. We know a guy who knows a guy. (laughs) I I wonder if this could be like an annual thing now, considering how well this was all put together in just a short amount of time. I mean, Monoxide's like, what, January? Hey, 420 is coming up. I would like to make an album. Oh, next year, this could be like, a, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'm just a no. fan out of millions out there, but I'm just throwing I, it out. Um, no, no, I, and I'm not mad at you. I think, I think it's <laughs> things like that, that like, like uh, uh, Twistmas was for a while and, and, and Fright Fest is, it's like, you know, it's things or even Astronomicon. Well, Astronomicon, we wanted to be an annual, but I'll, I'll be honest about that. But with other things, it just, it comes about and it's such a, it hits people so hard. They're like, you have to do that again. And it becomes an annual yeah. thing. So, so, yeah, man, I could see that totally happening. Absolutely. Uh, so so you, to, go ahead, Corey. So just to add to the uh, um, small review there, the, mm-hmm. the album art was was cool, too. I mean, it reminded me of I couldn't I couldn't for the life of me think of what movie it was. But I want to say it's called like Reefer or something. Reefer. Yeah. 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 Like it, think, it was it was awesome. You know, and then, I think the concept the concept was uh, was was like an homage to uh, Reefer Madness, I believe is what it that's is. what it is. Reefer Madness. That's what and, it reminded me of. And, and it was like we were dealing what was fun, to be honest, it was it what was fun is we were going back and working with the actual guy who's his name is Gary Arnett. He He's responsible for doing the freak show cover. He's responsible for doing the, the green book cover. And uh, we it wasn't by any will ill will or nothing, but we lost contact with him for like almost 10 years. And by way of the interwebs, found him again and it was like oh shit and we started kicking it and it was like here's all the old pictures that we had and we're like dude we want you to do something 
Lisa, what, what can I do? What can I do? And we're like, do this, do this new project, this electric lettuce. And he's like, well, you got to give me a base. And you just weed. And we're like, there's a poster, you know, it's got this yeah. old, like we want that seventies, like evil, evil devil weed. That's devil, exactly what I got. Right, right. Yeah. It has yeah, that vintage yeah. feeling to it too. That, and I, absolutely. Right. And, and that's why Gary's good. He works with people like Wonder Bread and, uh, and, and better made chips and shit here in Michigan. So like he's, he has that clean aesthetic to him. So I, that was, it was perfect. It all fit like a hand in a glove. The uh, what really corresponded with the the album art is your skits on there. Twisted never never lets me down with with y'all skits. So yeah, like, but it's so it just added to that. And uh, I, I really those. get that feel. But speaking of uh, Freak Show, like that is my that's that's my all time favorite uh, album I art. Know. It's awesome. Matter of fact, just I don't know. You might remember this. Yes. So I just I painted that. I painted that right. Like that's you're, killer, dude. And it snuck on. I had it in my hands at a show, and I was mm-hmm. like, "I was like, I want to get it. I want to get it signed." And, and one of my friends grabbed it and knocked on y'all's y'all's door, uh-huh. <laughs> y'all's doorbell's door. And I was like, "No, no." And then Dustin answered it, and he was like, "Let me let me take it in there." And it was in there for I don't know an hour. I feel like Jesus <laughs> Christ, it was just just long enough for everybody to look at it, touch it. I don't even I don't even know that story. That's well, you, that. I, love you were, I know you were you were chatting with uh, class. So class, is, uh, okay. he's our, he's our uh, local hero here. Yeah, but, we've interviewed yeah. class plenty of times. Yeah, fair enough. No, that's awesome. Okay. I just what happens with stuff like that is 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 we'll be like you know just grab people's stuff if they have it and put it on the bus and then or one guy will be there, one guy won't. So like, well, it'll it'll hang out until yeah, the no, end, no. I, and then I, be returned back to the people. Once in a very blue moon, people will forget about it. <laughs> but most people are very on top of. They're like, yo, can I have my shit? What shit? It's like describe it. You know, it's like it's a small painting or it's a large painting. Like that. Oh, that's right, you. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, you guys I have like a, you guys have yeah. like a museum of like just the fan collectibles in the city. <laughs> we we do believe it or not. Downstairs in the warehouse, there is an area where we have like all of the fan art. Like oh and, my and god, collected. I love that. It just keeps growing and growing, and every now and again, it's like we have to move different shit around, or it gets refreshed, and it's great, man. It's it's cool because these people work hard on this shit, and yeah. it's just great to see it. And then you're like, God damn it, just that'll take you back to a tour. Weird shit, like somebody made our faces out of like mache paper mache. It's fucking crazy. Holy crap! It's crazy how uh, creative creative that fans can get these days. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Now, I think you briefly talked about this, but what can you tell us about your upcoming studio album, Unlikely Prescription? I don't know what you can and cannot talk about. I can I can say I can say that it is scheduled for a summer 2021 release. That is what we are. We are we are fingers and toes crossed for that Uh, where we are right now. And the reason that I can't say an actual physical date is because we are in the process of approving mixes. Okay. Everything's recorded. The whole entire record has been recorded and we are just sending them out, getting them back. It's close. Turn this up, turn this down. I don't like how this ends. Send it back. You know, it's like, it's the ping pong back and forth through the uh, uh, pro tools stems and shit like that. So at this point, and um, we are about halfway there. Okay. And, and I'm like, uh, you, you guys wanna? Uh, it's crazy how time's flying, right? <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, because it's like it's the same thing, you know, with people's art. It's 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 artist integrity. I don't want to step on nobody's toes. They're like, do you want perfection or do you want a rush job? And I'm like, no, I, of course I want perfect. You know, you give me the choice. Yeah, sure, right. you know. But at the same time, I don't want to miss the release date. So that's why I didn't make a release date yet. But I'm hoping, like, we get there, we get like 
80% of the record, we'll probably get, we'll, we'll get Randy and we'll throw on a date because we'll yeah. feel more confident about it. I just don't, again, like, I just don't like telling people look for something that's not going to be there. We like to have our shit together. That's one thing we do pride ourselves on. People respect when you, when, when you talk, it means something. You're not yeah. blowing fucking hot air. And, and it's also good to have something like this to look forward to. I mean, you guys are making music during this crazy time and, and, and we need twisted music and hopefully, hopefully I'm speaking for everybody out there now, you know, you know, between, you know, writing your songs and structuring or whether it's a production process, I do wonder because you guys have always been outside the box within your music, whether it's horror core or life, you know, emotions, drugs, corrupt life of Hollywood. I, Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's like to what level do you guys like to have a theme for your music and how important are themes to you, Jamie? Is that more about helping you write or sound or is that more for the audience? Cause a lot of artists, they don't really care about themes. They just do to like 10 songs in the studio and that's it. But with twisted throughout your entire catalog, you guys just found a way just to be more creative and more creative, more creative. I mean, with this last record, it kind of just like, man, like, like there's literally no limit to what you guys can accomplish as far as that, that goes, Shit. you know? I, I, do th- I, do, I do think about that sometimes. What what goes inside that head of yours? Like if you come up with a theme beforehand or just with a go with the flow attitude. In in some senses, I mean, it's 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 a lot different per per record. A lot of them started off with with concepts. Some of them did not. And some of them found their way. Like like, for example, Mirror Mirror was was an, a collection of songs that were like the byproduct of coming off of the high of what was freak show. You know what I mean? And we knew freak show to be a concept album, you know, these two guys sewn together and you're different and from dimension X and you're the angel with broken wings, walking this wasteland, trying to find your place. Who are you? Why are you here? You know what I mean? And then when we got done with that, it was like, okay, I still feel like we have work to do. You know what I mean? But it's like, we had these songs that were really cool. And it's like, a lot of people like that record. Cause they're like, you know, I like it because it's like super duper underground and it's this EP or is it a record or an album? We don't fucking know. And I just, it's just dripping in, in mystique. And I love that. And it's like, but some of the shit like green book, you know, we knew, we knew, we knew we wanted the inside of the cover to look like it was uh, a book that was checked out from the library. And we had, you know, Joe and Joey check out the book and Jamie and Paul checked out right. like everyone had checked out that book, uh, like part of our life. You, you were all a chapter in our life and it's like, it's recorded there for all to see. And it's just, it's little, little cool shit like that. That's special to us. You know, stuff, stuff like that, that, that kind of is meaningful, even all these years after the fact, and you're all onto the next, as they say, you know, or whatever. It's like those, those little elements will always, you know, shine bright on those records. Do you see your albums as snapshots of where you are in a certain time in your life? Looking back, Jamie, I could say, yeah, mm-hmm. I won't deny that. I, yeah. Because, because I think that that life is a process of growing and, uh, and people like to a lot of times, um, you're a different person than you were yesterday. If you don't learn something yeah. every day, you're really wasting time here. You know what I mean? There's, there's, a, there's a fucking universe worth of shit for you to learn. Uh, it, it doesn't matter if you learn how to change a drain in a sink or you learned how to, I don't know what the hell you learned how to do, but life is too short to not learn something every day. And it's like, I know more now than I did then. But that's the beauty of life. That's hindsight. You know what I mean? That's why they say it's always 2020 because when you're living in the now, but if you don't make those mistakes and don't make failure and everything doesn't come up roses for you every single time, you won't really know real tragedy. You won't know what it's like to to have passion. That's why I think a lot of our lyrics have such a great meaning is because it comes from our soul. 
Right. And, uh, you know, uh, something that also came to mind as you're talking about this, you grew up in Detroit. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Now, now uh, this is something that I, um, I'm dying to ask. I'm sure you've been asked this before. We, the local, mm-hmm. you know, the local music and local hip hop scene in Detroit. We all know about ICP and, of course, Eminem and Kid Rock. There's uh, Isham and Big Sean. How has sure. that scene, you know, how has that scene changed through your experience? Um, well, it's like most of most of the 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 names the the names that that command that you know Detroit stature are mostly like hip hop. And, and you got your, you know, again, like you said, you know, you got Eminem and Kid Rock and Proof, D12 and Bazaar and all those people oh and, gosh, Big Sean yeah. <laughs> and Big Sean and Trick Trick. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, we, we have, we have a lot of, of, of talent coming out of the D, but you don't necessarily hear as much, uh, the unsung heroes, the, the, on the, there's much darker in the forest and you got your ICPs and your twisteds and your, you know what I mean? And your house of crazies. And it's like, so something for everyone, something for everyone. It's just that our type of thing was more like, you know, the beaded section in Spencer's or, or the horror <laughs> movie aisle. You know what I mean? It's like, it, you know, so that takes me back. That takes me yeah, back. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's like something for everybody, but I think our thing, was uh, way ahead of its time. And I think our thing yeah. still is ahead of its time. Although I've seen our thing become more prevalent, like American Horror Story. Uh, I could, There's other little hits that are just common things now that are just like, you know, all of these kids, you know, wearing upside down crosses and you know what I mean? All the weird shit. It's like people are a lot more open to shit today than they were 10 years ago or yeah. or that kind of a thing. So it's like our music that used to be a shush, don't tell, put it in the closet in that old shoebox or something is now open for everyone to see. And they're like, this is the shit, dude. Woo woo. You know, I, I like, kind of do miss awesome. that sometimes the, the exclusivity that the artists had back in the day. I, 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 I do miss that, you know, not everything was so accessible as it is today. And absolutely, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that can get a little stale for the artist, but I mean, the point I'm trying to make is you guys have kept it fresh after all this time. And I, I really appreciate, appreciate that. Thank you very much, Elliot, for noticing. I, uh, I was, I was, I grew up in the country, like dead country. Uh, (laughs) I moved to the city. Uh, I, I, I found a friend and he, uh, you know, he, he showed me some music. Matter of fact, like he showed me the misfits, uh, some songs and stuff. And that like really broadened my, uh, my taste in music. And then I remember one day he said, here, take this home, listen to this. And I opened the case uh, it was it was just a, a blank case, right? It was a CD ah. thrown in a blank case, and it had it was a black album. It had two black and white faces on it. It was it was most tasteless, right? So, and so, yeah. like he said, just go listen to that. Tell me what you think. That's the jive. That was the that was the jive uh, re-release, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Spent the so, bottle, rock the dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what oh think. yeah, yeah. And I was Bro. like, I just I I remember like what the hell like what what how how have i missed this you know like this isn't you don't hear you can't hear this on the radio so like i do remember it was to me uh it was it was like uh, oh you know opening up a whole new box right whole new box of a different variety so yeah it was it was like it was kind of like hidden but so i i think my friend ton i think back to him and i'm like you know hey thanks for really broadening my put me on yeah no for real yeah. put me on that's that's how that's how some of uh the shit was when when we were growing up it was like 
it's a it's a crazy thing but like the jerky boys when when we were originally coming up you heard about the jerky boys as word of mouth there was no internet you couldn't just type in jerky boys and yep. it would be their whole catalog it was like you had to buy the cassettes or you would get the cassettes so you could put your homies on it you gotta hear this this is fucking great and before you know it uh everybody got a hold of it and it kind of lost its specialness and and that was that was a good lesson just to see that just to see how something can so word of mouth can just get this great big attention to you but then at the same time it's like once everybody has it and nobody wants it anymore then was it that special that's the part i mean i still laugh with it i still have a great time with it but but i just it was something that it showed me that like you can you can actually have that word of mouth really really propel you into hey this right here well with that that record you were talking about that was a great time for us too because that was the actual time that we were able to come up a couple rungs in the ladder and fuck with island def jam at that time we thought we thought we were like oh man we didn't think we made it but we definitely we knew we were on the fucking right road to wherever it is or was you know what i mean so that yeah man that was a killer time too you know jamie from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline you've taken in, which we've discussed about so far, you know, over mm-hmm. f- over 15 records and over three decades, you know, spending majority of that sharing the stage with the Monoxide and, of course, the worldwide touring cycle, as we mentioned, you've completed and the dedicated fan base that you guys have at all this time. You know, what is the most rewarding part for someone like you who is now at this point in their career at the same time? has been involved with so many other different aforementioned talented bands, artists, individuals throughout that set timeline. You know, you've experienced so much already and then some. Do you ever stop just to take a look back at how far you've come? Like, did all that just play a part in helping Jamie grow as an artist and as a person? Uh, I, some, sometimes I, I stop, but but I, it's very it's very briefly because we talk mm-hmm. about this like like George and I talk about this. Paul and I talk about this and it's like the the, the cliche things have to smell the roses. And it's like I, I say to them at times when when everything is like, fuck, man, what the fuck? You know, because it's like some it's piling up and I'm like, just wait, we're doing we're we're making history right now. It's fucking history. And they'll just be like, you're insane. You're fucking insane. And I'm like, I'm telling you, we're making history right now. And then like, we'll wait a couple while. And then we'll, we'll you know, when you guys did that, that was great. And I'm like, see, I fucking told you. But it's like, I, I try not to let that. That's my way of not letting pressure and all the fuckery get on top of me. I asked for this job. So yeah. this is what I want. Yeah, I, I think I think it's important to think about that because I like asking that question because I, it's also easy to lose track of yourself the more successful you are. It's also sure. important to just kind of push everything the fuck back and just look at it from the outside before you step back into it. Just remind though. yourself about why you do what you do, what you do, what you do, and the reason behind everything that is, you know? For real. So, uh, so yeah, you well put J- uh, Jamie here. So now this is the last part of the interview. I know you said, I, I told you we're going to have a surprise for you. Uh-oh, um, I, I, I think we're on, we're on a good roll here. So what I'm going to do, okay. Jamie, yes, sir. I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Hot seat. We're going to see if you know the lyrics to your own songs. Are you up for that challenge? Oh, shit. You got a lot of songs, right? We're not We're not going to obviously, you know, list them all. That would take ah, here we long go. Time, but... So what we did, we handpicked a few. Me and Corey went over this over and over and over the, a few nights ago. We're like, okay, what do we ask him? So what are we going to do? We're going to start you off easy, I promise. I'm going right. to read a lyric. And here's the thing. When you read a lyric, it's different. If you think about it, the delivery mm-hmm. that you guys have on stage, is it's, it's a whole different perspective as opposed to just us reading it because it's like right, right, right. Po- it's like poetry i feel like i'm reading it to like a kid you know just <laughs> helping him fall asleep you know something like that like a bedtime story so what i'll do 
I'm gonna read a lyric. You name the, you name the song. This okay. this kind of ties it to like the chicken wings. Like so you would go, that, you that, would go a hot sauce level higher. I don't have to. I don't have to say the lyrics. I just have to name the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's easy. Uh, okay, there we go. And we'll see what happens. Let's see. Okay, so me and Corey will alternate. I'll start things off. Oh shit! Here we go. Here we go. A cloudy haze of my days, so high I need Robert Seeger to turn the page. I think that's all I even need to read. I think you got this one. So I can smoke and sip and mull over the shit that I'm supposed to get paid. It's 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 on electric lettuce. Yeah, I know Co that. Corey talked about this actually. Yeah, I talked yeah, about this yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. This song. Um, yeah. Oh, um, oh man, Jenny, you're on the yeah, spot here already. Yeah, man. The titles of the songs are, are, are the weakness to me. I knew that. I was going to say, all over the shit, I'm supposed to get paid. Um, ah, uh, god damn it. Hey, who got the uh, electric lettuce track list? God damn it. <laughs> this is great. This is great. I've had so many artists who say, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get any song. And they get every song right. And then when they say, yeah, I'll get every song. And they get every song wrong. It's always the opposite. It's never like. Yeah, man. Uh, 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 Think back to my favorite song on the album. I know that's the thing, and I'm thinking of what you said, and I'm like, "Fuck, dude, we talked about so much shit." Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, let me see. Hold on, I'll go grab a fuck. If I grab the CD, I'll tell you which one it is. That counts. That counts. That counts. Yeah. Get out. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, who got the electric button? Oh my god, this is great. It is great. All right, you got the next one, Corey. You know that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll alternate. <laughs> Jamie's gone. The next one's a good one. All right, All right everyone. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie's, Jamie's back here. Hand. Jamie's back. He's coming back. I'm looking. Back. I'm looking. Yep, yep. Uh, I don't know. I know it's not We All Float. I know that much. God damn it. Next one. Corey, I'll take what? the L. Keep pushing. Corey, what is it? I hi till I die. Hi till I die. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, it's already over now. They gave me like a 10 second buffer zone to go and actually uh, cheat. I had a, I had a fucking phone, a friend, and you let me down. Go ahead, that's fine. All right, all right, you got, all the, right. you got the next one. All right, you bring me up and take me down. Life Magic smacks spell. the face. I'm sorry. Oh wow, he already there got that. Go. He got that. Magic spell. See? That one is. That song is so amazing. But Generation anyway, Nightmare. I have, I have, I have time spent with that one. We performed that one uh, a, a good time around the block. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, Guys, you didn't, I'm, you I'm didn't even finish. You didn't even finish the first line. Yeah, Jamie already no, got no. that. Because right. I feel like my integrity is on the line, gentlemen. I uh, I purchased the uh, the vinyl right, and I just barely opened it. I don't have a vinyl player, so like, I just barely opened it, and I saw how freaking awesome the the oh, uh, picture artist on there. The, yeah, <laughs> I, was, the, the, I was showing the Sunny the other day. His light turned off. All right. All right. Let, let me, let it's me. the dark carnival, I promise. Here we go. Shunned all my life like I'm plagued and diseased. Rather life on, rather live on my feet than die on my knees. It's just like poetry reading this over and over. It's, it's great. I'll tell you this. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's. Uh, hold think, on. Think 2012. I was I was gonna say it, I was gonna say it was Independence Day. No, no, no. Or no, no, no. I take that back. That's right. Abomination. That's from yeah. Abomination. Yeah. From the title track. It's from Abominations. I'm trying to I'm trying to triangulate the song. Uh, He's got it though. He's got it though. That's a that's the that's the name of the album. And yeah. it's the name of the album and the song. The yeah. Song. The title track. Ah, oh, well. And you were right. Whatever. That you counts. He got it though. No, I, I won't I, even take that. I'll one. give we'll it to him. I'll give it to him. All right. All right that was such a fast lyric though. I'll show you how tacky I am. I'll take it. Those those vocals were so fast. I remember, 
I picked that album up in Oklahoma. I knew it was Paul. I I knew it was I knew it was Paul that you, that you were that you were quoting, and I was like, and I'm trying to think because yeah. I know like that was passionful shit, and I'm like trying to figure out what what mind state that was, and I was like, that was, that was that one was your lyric there. Oh, was it? Yeah, that's the. Uh, I, I, hey, don't don't laugh at me here because I can't go as fast as you. But you say, "Shun of my life and the plague of disease," and you know, blah blah blah, like super. Uh-huh. Fast. For the live of my life, the dying. Yeah. yeah, okay, you're right. Gosh. It was me. God damn it. That that song, freaking me on my man. I fell down and. Never again. Go ahead. Here's I'm the thing. Hell. Here's the thing. If anything, when you guys come back to Dallas, I'm making you rethink your set list. So there's that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Or at least I'm gonna. I'm. I'm, I'm getting them tattooed. The names of them tattooed. Jesus H. All right, All right Corey. Corey. We got one more or no? Uh, we got. We, yeah, we, we got. Can we do one more if you want. We can. We have a whole bunch. More. But... I feel. I feel like there's a there's a tiebreaker there. I'm. I'm one for. I got one horribly wrong. One we horribly got, right. One. I'm, one. We, we got like six songs left. Yeah, but oh, but we can we can okay. do like two more if you're cool with that. Let's do two more. Do two okay. more. Let's All right, just, Corey. Get Here we go. One. All right. Bloody bodies in the bathtub for over two whole weeks. And it's ha, ha, ha. There you go. <laughs> like that That right. was another one. Was, he you know, brings it away. back for himself. And now this last one. Oh, okay, All right. Go. I'll let you pick. That's why we're center of the mix, center of attention. So many levels of my mind's dimension. Inquisitive minds always asking questions. Shoot them all down. That will lose attention. God, I love reading that. This is fun to read. This is another fast lyric. Yeah, this this is definitely I want to say again from Abominations. You oh. you you actually said this title before. Yeah. Oh, did I really? Yeah. That time you got it wrong, but if you said it now, 2007. 2007. It. Oh, it was um. Was it? Was it? Oh, it was Independence Day. Wait, yeah. wait. Yep. Is, yeah. is it? Wait. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me read it again. Say it again. Say it again one more time. Corey, read it. Okay. That's that's why we're center of the mix, center of attention. So many levels to my mind's a dimension. Uh, is it bury them all? Yes. yes. Got yes. it. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Jesus Christ! I knew half of them. Hey, we'll get, we'll get you next yeah. time, man. Uh, Jamie, this has been such an honor. We want to keep you for too long, but man, do you have any last words, any shout outs, anything you'd like to plug in as far as Twisted, Electrolatus, or anything coming up in the near future before we finish things off here for all the fans and followers who are listening? The the Astronomicon weekend, August 2021 and 22nd, um, um, Fright Fest Live in Detroit on Devil's Night. Tickets live, uh, ticket at livenation.com right now. Um, thank you to Real and Corey for having me on the show. I appreciate y'all's time. Thank you to everybody watching this right now. And um, just remember, some bands actually still do give a shit. <laughs> Mad shit about y'all. So it's worth the time to invest in a motherfucker that love you back. Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a good day. Thank love you, Jamie. Fun. You take care of All right, take care, bro. Hell All right, yeah. we'll talk to you later, man. All right, take care, man. Screaming, switch it now, change the day, and take whatever comes my way. I gotta say that the principles will Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, 
please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.